This is a crowd podcast. Welcome to Go Love Yourself. Doing what we do and advocating for people in bigger bodies and being bigger comes at a huge personal sacrifice. That means dealing with imposter syndrome. That means dealing with diet culture at work. That means, in my instance, losing family members. Yeah, God. Yeah. My God. So, Lauren, in last week's episode, you mentioned that you were having a tough time with trolls online and just this overwhelming pressure to lose weight and feeling like you need Mm -hmm. to lose weight. I just wondered how you're feeling now and well I kind of wondered if we could have a a chat about it really because I think it's something that so many of us struggle with and maybe don't kind of know what to say or, or, or kind of feel comfortable talking about so we thought that we would maybe sort of share a bit more about what you've been feeling in this episode if that's cool with you. Yeah, I think let's do it. I mean, first of all, this podcast we've said before is like free therapy for me, Laura. (laughs) So I'm going to use this as my therapy session, everyone. But Laura and I are in very unique positions and that we are co-hosts of a podcast all about body confidence. So when we go through these kind of ebbs and flows and peaks and troughs, which we all do when it comes to body confidence, just because we host this podcast doesn't mean we're, you know, we're cured and we're healed and wonderful times. We go through these moments as well. But what we have is a podcast where we can talk about this when we're ready to and if we want to that could also help other people and it just kind of felt like I haven't I've been feeling this for about a month and I haven't talked about it to anyone and I mentioned it to you last week and I was like I think I feel ready to talk about it now and so we've got this platform of this podcast that you know we we both agreed that we will do this on this week's episode and talk about it a little bit in the hope that it helps somebody else or maybe makes you feel less alone or makes your feelings valid and The idea is that hopefully by the end of this episode, I can feel a bit better. Anyone who's going through something can feel a little bit better. And we remember all the things that we need to do to feel better. Because Laura, at the minute, mate, I think the first time in two years, I just, I'm having a, what I'm calling like a body confidence wobble. Okay. So, so what's happening? Like, when did you start feeling like this? When did you notice it kind of like happening? Tell us everything. So... But I think for probably about a month, I think. Um, and it's just been in the background doing its thing. And then I, you know, pick up on little bits and then like, oh, no, 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 thank you. But it's just, it's just sitting heavy with me at the minute. And there is basically external factors that are kind of piling up and piling up and piling up in my brain. And it's making me think that my body as it is now, as a size 20 woman is wrong. And I need to lose weight to, in order to be attractive, to be worthy, to be successful, to do all of these things. I know that factually isn't right though. So Mm -hmm. everything is still the same or everything I've learned in my journey the last like two, three years is still the same. I know that's not true. However, these factors keep piling on and piling on that that voice is starting to outweigh that my, my, my factual one. Mm. And we know it's a thing with our brains, isn't it? Sometimes your brains lie to you and mine has been a silly goose. I don't appreciate it. But essentially, yeah, so external factors. So as I mentioned last week, one of the, the one of the external factors, and this is obviously a very niche circumstance and situation, is trolls on the internet. Mm. Um, and just now becoming fearful of a reel going viral or finding its way to the wrong people on Facebook because there is a lot of people out there who want to tell me or people that look like me or just people in bigger bodies that... They don't like how we look. We must lose weight because we clearly we're about to die Mm. and they have to tell us that. And I've had a couple of other things go viral and people have, you know, just told me that I'm stupid and all these really very like specific things. And the odd comment you don't, you know, some of them are bots, whatever. And obviously if you're saying those kind of things on a lovely video, like for example, my Nan video, 
that's really a you issue, not a me issue. I know that. I know that to be factual. However, I remember I woke up on my birthday in New York and I think it was one of our real videos that we do for the for the podcast mm. on a Tuesday. Um, and when when the new episode comes out, we do a little reel from from a clip from the podcast. And it was about movies and body image. And it was about Shallow How. And I just looked at my Instagram and I first woke up on my birthday and it was just like 20 comments, 30 comments more of just men telling me and you that we're stupid for, you know, calling out this movie that's 20 years old. Um you know, calling us all these horrible names, telling us to do this, you're going to die, blah, blah, blah. And I just cried. And I was like, it's my fucking birthday. Oh, Lauren. It's my fucking birthday. And men that I, and it was, it was 90, 90% yeah. men, I think on that, yeah. that rail. Oh, I don't know, are telling me these things. And it's, let me affect, oh yeah, let it affect me that morning. I won't lie. It's really hard, isn't it? I just had to turn <laughs> comments stupid. off on that video. How do I do that? You got to tell me. I can't, I can't cope. I, I literally did it last cope. night because it was like, a, I've had a month of it as well. And I, mm. I, I feel like I've really developed quite a thick skin, no pun intended, um, to, <laughs> to, to, to it. But like, we're all human, aren't we? And like, yeah, yeah, it's gotten to me as well. Like not, I'm not playing chop trumps or anything, but just to say like, it is. No, I don't know how you do it. It I is just pr- don't prolific know. and it's not, yeah. it's just awful. And I don't, I will never understand why we live in a world that people think it's okay. Like there is a human person with a human beating heart behind that screen. And I mm. feel like the kind of be kind, you know, Caroline Flack era is sadly long, long behind us. And I think things need to change. Like, I just don't, it's just awful. And I'm just so sorry that you're going through this. It breaks my heart, honestly, that, like, because I know how far you've come in your journey. (laughs) And we'll have to take shots, honestly, every time we both say journey in this, because I think it's going to be a lot. I know. Um, Yeah, no, it really, it breaks my heart and it pisses me off, to be honest with you, like that you're feeling like this because of like the the nature of the internet and and other people's opinions in general. And it's just... I don't know. I just feel like it, we live in quite a sad world sometimes. It is sad. And do you know what you said? Like you said there about you know the the, the be kind thing. Mm. I think a lot of people just think that isn't relevant for people <laughs> in bigger bodies, for yeah. fat people. But more specifically, and I've said it before, and I'll say it forever. I think some people think it's not relevant if you don't find the person attractive. Like they will show you respect and they will show you kindness, but if they don't find you attractive, no, they won't because so you're not true. worthy of it. Which is just the saddest thing. And again, by me even saying that, you know, that's a them problem. Yeah. Like you're a terrible human. You're bad. I'm cool beans. I'm not fabulous. I'm a bit of a dickhead, but like I'm nicer than you. And isn't that the most important thing? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm fat, but okay. I'm fat. Yeah. It's because I think a lot of people see being fat as uh, like a personal failing and mm. that it's your responsibility. And a lot of the messages that I get, um, I don't know about you are, just lose weight. I even had one yesterday, which really pissed me <laughs> off. And it was like, you're so beautiful. Uh, please lose weight and uh, look after yourself uh, and get healthy. You would look even better. What? Why? Like, <laughs> people think that like, you've never heard of a diet before. <laughs> like, I'm fat. I'm not stupid. Like if you just <laughs> exercise a bit more and eat a bit less. Oh my God. Oh my God. Really? Is that what it is? <laughs> Um, no, it's absolutely wild to me that people have these unsolicited opinions. I had one yesterday as well, which was 
someone put hashtag Azempic do your thing. And I looked at this guy's account, right? And I know, I know that we sound the podcast that the way you look is the interesting least thing about you. This guy was a fucking troll, literally, oh, in no. mind, body, and spirit. And I was like, <laughs> I wrote back and I was like, thank you. Advice from such a fucking oil painting. Like, I'll take it. Do you know. Not. Yeah. Um, this is the kind of thing. It's so, but it's so hard for, for, for and I when I before I was like doing this online I used to follow a lot of other people that would talk about trolling and I actually used to find it a bit boring and I used to think mm, like well that's yeah. just part and part of the job part of the territory yeah. get over it but honestly yeah, it's really not that right. easy it's a daily constant abuse and it makes you question everything it makes you question whether you um are right to do what you do and makes you kind of want to hide away um yeah and it's yeah it's horrible like there's no sugarcoating it there's no well, there is a silver lining because we love what we do and we're helping people. We hope, um, mm. but it's just, it's just rough. It is, and uh, you know, I, I've, you've had it for so long, and the intensity of Bake Off, I think. You know, at least for me, mine's been gradual. But I think you all of a sudden went from like your 80 followers to like thousands and thousands and tens of thousands overnight and people being very opinionated. And to get used to that, you don't get used to it. Why would you? So I think it's admirable how much of a thick skin you've had to build because of it, because you just have to. Mm. But it's not okay, And, you know, it, it breaks my heart when I see these comments about you and both of us and stuff. And I just don't get it. And it's horrible. Well, I want to know, like, if you're comfortable, like what impact has it had like on your mental health? Because I remember you were saying, like, obviously it has made you feel down. But it's also you mm. said for the first time in two years made you actually feel like you want to go on a diet despite knowing everything about yeah diets and diet industry. Tell us a bit about that. So probably similar to what you've had, like it's not just one or two people. This has been tens, if not in the hundreds of people in the last three months who have said something that I, d I don't know them, they're strangers and they've said something about my body. And sometimes I react because I, I do not agree with the sentence, ignore them, get used to it. Why should I have to ignore being bullied online? Why should I have to accept that it's part and parcel of it? I'm trying to get my head around it, but I won't ever accept it. And sometimes I do fight back and they're just so fucking cruel. I shouldn't be getting death threats, you know what I mean? Just because my knickers are a size 20. Mm. Yeah, that's the reality of sharing your life online. And there are just some days when the bad outweighs the good. And that's been a little bit, little bit of it recently. But the, the impact of that, you start to listen. I put something on my stories today to say that I'm having these these feelings. And I've had like the same amount of comments from lovely women who follow me, who know me better. Even if you don't, haven't met me, you know me a little bit better than these strangers do all saying lovely things. But you know, human nature is that I will remember those bad ones, not the good ones. And they start to trickle in and they, you start to believe them mm. because so many people are saying the same thing. I don't like it. How like, <laughs> I don't like it. Have you found that that has had the same Im impact on you? Uh, not so much now, but it, it definitely, definitely did. And you, you are right. Like one comment can really spoil my day, even though I've got hundred lovely mm. ones. You know, we're obviously really conscious of, you always say to us that like listening to this podcast is like listening to friends. And we understand that like we're in a slightly weird and unique position of putting mm. our lives on the internet. And not everyone can relate to that. But I imagine, I sort of feel like it is similar to like, you know, you can, you could go out to a party and all of your friends could say, oh, you look lovely. And one, yeah. old, you know, relative could say like, oh, I wouldn't wear that. It's not very flattering or make mm. a dickhead comment about what you're eating. And it yeah. ruins your whole night. Like it's exactly yeah. the same, but kind of constant. That's the kind of a good way I suppose I could describe it. It does affect you. It, and I never 
really wanted to kind of comment on it because I never wanted to give people the airtime. But there's a website that is dedicated to basically trolling people online that uh, in a in the public eye, influencers, celebrities, that kind of thing. And a few months ago, I actually started reading it, and I just didn't get out of bed for three days. It was horrendous, and I was mm-hmm. like, I'll never post like again. But that's what they want. The lasting impact of that is that now I find myself, and I don't. I feel like people can probably tell. I find myself second guessing everything I say. I find myself filtered, not uh, not physical filters. I have very anti filters. I mean, what I'm saying and what I'm kind of yeah. talking about, and I'm really mindful of like, oh, how's that going to be perceived? Am I going to get shit for that? And it's not a nice way to live. And I'm sure there'll be probably people who say, well, don't do it anymore then. But actually, like, I am so proud of this community that we've built and and what I'm doing, and and so I'm not going to stop. But it is, it's just very very tricky. And some days are better than others, mate, honestly. It's all I can say. I remember a couple of comments I had after Bake Off that broke me. I remember calling Callie Thorpe, who's an amazing plus-size content creator. She does like, a lot of travel stuff now. And I messaged her and I was like, Callie, I, how how do you cope with this? She was like, you don't, mate. She was like, all I can say is it does get better. But like people are horrible and the world is not a nice place sometimes. And I mean, she's had it like I'm not doing tit yeah, for tap but stuff. she's had it 10 times worse than than, than we have um so mm-hmm. i thank my lucky, my lucky stars that you know we haven't had the amount of abuse that she has not but it doesn't make that okay but you do just kind of get a bit of a thick skin to it i i guess and you just you just have to focus on like living like your life for you whether that as i say mm-hmm. is dealing with people from comments online or dealing with other people's opinions in real life it's really a lot easier said than done but you can't waste your whole life worrying about what other people think of you. I need to learn that. I need to learn that because I'm very sensitive. Hi everyone, Lauren here. I just wanted to pop in and say that if you become a subscriber on Apple Podcasts or Patreon, you can now hear a live recording we did just a few days ago at Bush Hall. It was so much fun. We will talk all about the live recording really soon on the show because it was just so awesome. But for now, our lovely subscribers can hear that extra long and extra exciting bonus episode right now. Just check the episode description for how to subscribe. Enjoy! Hello, it's me, Kellyanne Taylor, and I am so excited to let you know that the Radio Times podcast is back. Each week, I will be sitting down with a celebrity guest to talk about their lives through the prism of TV. I'll be speaking to the hilarious TV chef, Big Zoo, the wonderful comedian, Joe Brown, and everyone's favourite explorer, Bear Grylls. To make sure you never miss an episode, please hit subscribe and follow wherever you get your podcast from. Okay, that's one factor. What are the others? So just, to, uh, there's, a, there's a few, but I, I won't talk about all of them because I feel like we'll have like a four hour podcast on our hands. Do you know what? I wrote this down, I wrote some notes before we came on um, and I've got a couple of reasons what <laughs> I've called the two days of twinges, right? <laughs> because... Tell me not. I just, I don't know if you've ever had this, but I just had literally, it was it was 48 hours and, and it was though it was the two days that I went into London for work and every time I'd think about, oh, I want to go and eat this, or I want to go and have this, or I don't want to do this, or whatever, like I'd have a twinge somewhere. Like, I'm so not a good. My hold on, sorry, sorry. I've just like realised what it flutter. sounds like. No, absolutely the opposite. Okay. <laughs> I mean, like my back <laughs> or my hips. Right. <laughs> my hips. 
this gone wrong? Not good twin cheese. So for example, I went to Sainsbury's at lunchtime and I was like, oh, you know I want to get a big bag of buttons. I'm going to eat them at work and I'm going to stick them in my bag and secret eat them because apparently that's what I do now. And then I went to go reach for the bag of buttons and my back just went, oh, and I was like, oh, well, is that, is that a big 35 thing? Is that a fat thing? Is that a Lauren thing? What's going on there? <laughs> and then like I got home that day and I got something out my boot and I went to go and put my boot down as I was thinking in my head, oh, I might go and get McDonald's later because I haven't got any food in the house. And as I reached up to pull the boot down, my back and my hip went and I was like, well, is that a 35 thing, a fat thing or a Lauren thing? What's going on, right? <laughs> so, oh, funny. so there's those bits that are happening and there's also legitimacy in that, in that being in a bigger body, it's just a lot. You know, when mm. I go to London for work, and stuff I'm out of the house for kind of like 16 hours a day I'm moving constantly I'm exhausted I'm carrying around this bigger body and I'm exhausted by the end of it and I also I am feeling that and I feel like is it okay how physically exhausted I am by the end of these just two days in the office whereas you know six years ago I was doing five days a week so that's another one and that's led me to kind of think about the physical aspects of being bigger Mm. And of course, our whole podcast is about kind of accepting who you are. And yes, there are negatives, but also here are the positives. And that's kind of what we're here for. Yeah. But there are negatives. Absolutely. And I think it would be like, I'd say irresponsible of us, but like there are some kind of like groups and activists out there that will purposefully not talk about things like this and say that you obviously you can be perfectly healthy in a bigger body and that is true that is absolutely true mm. but I think it you know it's important to recognize that at both ends of the scale of the weight scale there are health implications and I would be lying if I said that I too didn't worry about when I was a bit older I don't feel unhealthy this is the thing I've never actually felt that unhealthy I do, however, feel unfit and I do feel like I lack a lot of energy and I would really love for that to change. And it's, do you know what I think is so hard is like, I think a lot of people think that when you are like body positive or body confident, whatever term you want to use, that you are promoting obesity. And actually we're just like existing. And it's, I feel like I'm at the point where I've tried every single diet numerous times, bought all the t-shirts, bought all the gear. I've tried everything and all that happens is I put the weight back on and more and I feel shitter and shitter about myself. So I'm at the point where I go, okay, well, diets don't work. Don't want to have bariatric surgery. So my kind of options now are to try and be a bit healthier, but also just to really just accept myself and not beat Mm. myself up and live my life to the full. And that's where I'm at and I'm all about. And sometimes when things get like kind of thrown in our face, like a miracle weight loss drug, like a Zempic, I do get a bit excited. And then I realise the reality of it is that if something sounds a bit too good to be true, they're like... Maybe it is. I would Mm. like to be smaller, I think, if I'm being really honest. I think my life would be easier. I think I'd get more work. I think I'd have more energy. But I also know that food is a big comfort for me. And I have issues around food and disordered eating. I hate exercise. And I think a lot of it is like a mindset thing. And I kind of have just come to the conclusion that I am just always going to be bigger. But I would like to make healthier changes. But I just don't really know how to do that. Like, Mm. I don't have access to a specialist that can say oh, I can cure your binge eating or disordered eating and I don't think I really want to go down the route of having a personal trainer because that scares me so I just feel a bit I don't know about you if this res- and if this resonates with you Smithy but I just feel a bit mm. stuck in a rut where it's like and I definitely was guilty of this when I was younger of like feeling like I really want to lose weight I hate myself so I had to comfort myself and then I got bigger yeah, 100%. and then it's like this vicious cycle. And I feel like if that's kind of where I'm at the minute 
and just being completely honest and really vulnerable I feel like I eat to the point where I'm like so full over full and then I hate myself and then I'm like why did I do that why did I do that but the overwhelming feeling of hunger or pushing down some sort of emotion whatever it is I don't know that is my daily battle at the moment is fighting Mm -hmm. hunger then eating myself to oblivion and then feeling like shit about myself and I know that that probably isn't right but just like a heroin addict goes well I don't want to give it up I don't want to give up food (laughs) like yeah food is my like not my everything but like it's a big part of my life it's a big part of your life yeah 100 percent. anyway i feel like i just went off on a massive tangent there but uh, just being honest i think and i think that's what we've always been on this podcast and i probably will get shit for this for talking about weight loss and stuff like that and don't get me wrong nine nine days out of ten you know i'm comfortable with myself and like i say i'll never let it hold me back and i you know i still think i look nice sometimes and do you know what i mean like i don't try not to let it hold me back but i just think it would be dishonest if we didn't also talk about the struggles that we face and the pressure we face to lose weight i think that's really nice i think what you said there is that because i agree with you in that and we have i've been honest before it's actually one of my pinned posts on my pages is that if i'm being really honest i do want to be smaller like i do want to be smaller i would like to lose weight and i would like to be in a small smaller body because the reasons you said life would be easier i think i'd have more energy i'd be able to buy the clothes that i want uh, i you know all these things But the fact that I'm not, my stance has always been that I'm not going to make my life small and miserable to try and get there because I know that for a thousand different reasons that we have talked about on every episode of this four of the four seasons of Go Love Yourself, it's probably not going to happen. And I'm fine with that. And what you just said there about you don't let that hold you back. That's really nice. And I think we've probably both got to a point where we're a bit more body neutral than we are body confident. Mm. I think especially you. And that's really good because that's how you get through to do your day-to-day life all the time and you're not at war with yourself. I know when I put this out on Instagram earlier, the amount of people telling me that they hate themselves, that they're not going out, that they think they're disgusting because of the way they look. It's heartbreaking. Mm. We've both been there and we understand it. We're through the other side. So we're more body neutral. I don't, I'm, you know, I'm not not like thinking I'm the most fabulous person ever, but we don't let it hold us back and we don't hate ourselves anymore. But yeah, like you said, I think you said something recently. It was really brilliant. I can't remember what episode it was. Um, And we were talking about health and being bigger. And our point is always that you can be bigger and be healthy. Mm. You can be in a bigger body and be healthy in it. Same as you can be in a smaller body and be unhealthy. What we've never both said is that we are healthy, mm, never. right? And because I like, yeah, I don't think I am. I think, like you said, I don't feel unhealthy. I don't feel unwell, but I can't run a marathon. But then again, I could have run one when I was a size 12. So like, who yeah, cares? Yeah, who would want to, let's be honest. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, you know, walking around New York, you know, for 10 hours a day and, and yeah. doing a 16 hour day in London stuff does exhaust me more than I think it probably would if I was in a smaller body yeah. because I'm carrying around more weight. Yeah. And I'm 35. I appreciate that's still pretty young, but I'm not 25. And mm. I'm starting, I'm worried that I'm going to start to feel the impact of my weight on like my hips and like my lower back and stuff, which I do kind of down anyway. But mm. again, I don't know if that's a fat thing, a 35 thing or a Lauren thing, right? So, so yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm just a bit worried about it because the older we get, I, the you know, health is the most important thing in the world. And I think I'm just a bit more wary of it now where you see I love my parents but as we get older our parents get old and my dad is 62 my mum's 
I'm very just sorry my mum is in her 50s she'll she'll shout at me (laughs) I think she's actually older than what I said um so I'm just very aware of the the importance of health and because of all these other external factors I'm basically at a point where I'm like is it wrong that I'm fat am I unhealthy because I'm fat I don't like where that line is questioning has got me to do you know what I mean that's making me feel like shit please help me (laughs) do you worry sometimes because I think I do that we kind of live in a bit of a bubble yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> care to expand on that at all yeah end of the story thank you for listening to go love yourself <laughs> yeah basically like before we started recording i said to laura like we've obviously we talked about what we're going to talk about on this episode um and i've been t- thinking about it today and in talking to, I don't know if you do this, but like before we record some episodes and I know that I need to maybe explain stuff, I walk around my house or I'm in the car and I like pretend I'm recording. Just me? Cool. <laughs> I like have a full on conversation. Oh, that is equal parts cute and sad. I live alone, don't I? Okay, yeah. <laughs> I'll let you off. But what I kind of realised was, and I asked Laura if it would be okay to talk about this because this is quite a big deal of what we're about to talk about, is... Have I and have we in trying to reject diet culture and trying to move to a place where we can accept ourselves gone too far? Our eating habits, have I gone too far? And that's, we live in this little bubble and it's protected and it's self-preservation and and that's what we've needed to kind of get to the point where we are and that's good. But honestly, like, I feel like I'm standing on the edge of this cliff I'm about to fall off, but I'm hold, I'm holding myself back. And thank God for Go Love Yourself. I think it's probably the reason I'm like being held back. I've been like, have I gone too far? Am I wrong? Is my body wrong? Is everything I think wrong? I know it's not. Can I just say, no, I know it's not, but that's what is going on in my brain. I don't like it at all. Yeah. And sometimes your brain plays tricks on you. So I think we need to remember that. I think my first kind of like initial reaction to you saying that, and I'll just caveat by saying I have also considered this before, but as you were talking, I was thinking you have to remember that it isn't a choice. This is what aggravates me. Like when people say like, well, it's a choice to to eat a whole pack of buttons a day, isn't it? Like a family pack of buttons. No, it isn't always a choice. I think the way that we're wired, the way we cope with stress, it's genetics, it's hormones. There are so many factors at play. And again, I think like we've never told people what to eat how much to eat anything ever or said that we are or we feel healthy in these bodies it's about a safe space about saying hey we're in bigger bodies are you too oh cool it's shit sometimes isn't it and building each other up and I think so when you do think that and again like I said I have sometimes considered that that too um one thing I'm seeing a lot of at the moment is people online saying it should be illegal to promote obesity. And that's when I see like when like brands use bigger models or bigger people to promote their yeah. clothes and stuff. And I'm just like, bloody yeah, what world do we live in? It's very strange. People are suddenly very moralistic when it comes to what bodies are acceptable or not. But I think mm. I think we've, we're not guilty of, of anything other than just creating a sort of a safe, accepting place of just saying, hey, we're in this as well. And you're not you're not alone and making people feel less alone so I think I know it's easy for me to say but like don't beat yourself up and try not to to think like that but Mm. it's also okay like if you want to be healthier and focus on making like some healthier changes in your life yeah that's it and I stand by you know the fact that I'm feeling like this now like doesn't take away from anything else I've ever said because like I said we all Laura and I go through these 
ups and downs with our bodies. I'm just telling you about mine. And, you know, you are listening to a podcast where I'm talking about it. Everything I've ever said on this podcast is still true. And I know that ought to be factual, but there's just this part of you that with all these external factors, I'm just like, have I gone too far? And and I'm a bit worried about like my eating habits and stuff. And I said to you recently, didn't I, Laura, like my new job, mm. which I absolutely love. And I, everyone is so wonderful. It's, it's odd how wonderful everyone is. Like there's not one awful person or even like a, a half decent person. Everyone's so wonderful. But there is a lot of young people in my team. Honestly, I'm one of the oldest. And there is a lot of concentration on food and fitness and that's absolutely fine and I'm listening to these you know 22 23 24 25 year olds talking about what they're eating and what exercise they're doing and how much they're eating and I'm like Jesus Christ I my eating habits are so far from that and I have normalized it so much and I'm not sure it is normal because I appreciate these are younger people and there is you know, they're, they're smaller than me and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, yeah, they're saying stuff like, oh, you know, I can't, oh, you know, I can't have that muffin today because I had, you know, a big dinner last night. In my head, I'm like, is that diet culture? Yes. Or is that healthy eating? And I am just too far the other way because I would be like, fuck it, I'd have a muffin for breakfast, lunch and dinner and it's totally fine. But then I would do that every single day for every single meal and think it's fine. And that isn't healthy gotcha. I don't think that is really hard isn't it so I'm just do you know what I mean yeah, like what's yeah. what's yeah. what's diet culture versus mm. what is me potentially potentially not saying I have going too far the other way and I live alone so I can eat what I want when I want and how I want mm. and I have and today mate I've literally had an entire bag of basically two two bags of buttons I think that's it and pretzels maybe that's all I've had so I, I and I'm no expert but I would say that what they were describing, people in your office, would be diet culture because you don't need to compensate for having yeah. food and you can have a muffin for breakfast when you fancy it. I sort of feel like it's about how much it affects your life and how, like, the kind of intensity of it. So, like, yeah, maybe having a muffin for breakfast, lunch and dinner, they're not the most healthy choices that you could be making. So I'm not I'm not going to sit here and diagnose you with like disordered eating or anything. But there's obviously something else going on at play here that's making you yeah. do that. So I, I'm not sitting here calling you unhealthy. Like, trust me when I say I probably do four bags. Um, but like, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think there probably is a happy medium to have. But we're we're not per like we're not perfect. We're gonna have no. off days. We're gonna have off times, and uh, you know, like it really genuinely breaks my heart to hear like you beat yourself up about it. Like, but I think there's obviously something like yeah. else going on. Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to mean to make you upset. No, it's not at all. <laughs> sorry, the, my mic went quiet, guys. That meant I was crying. Sorry, it was not <laughs> obvious. No, it's not. Sorry, it just made me cry. But it's it's what you've just said then, and actually, I was speaking to Tally Rye on Instagram earlier and we did an episode with Tally. If you don't follow her, you absolutely must. She does a lot on intuitive movement. And she said often as especially millennial women, when there's something bigger going on, I'm crying. It's not a sad thing. I'm crying about, by the way, which is so ridiculous. So just to forewarn everyone, um, our go-to is I must lose weight. Our go-to is my body's the issue and this Mm -hmm. is why. And the thing that came to my mind immediately was like, I'm feeling a lot of imposter syndrome because I've potentially got really exciting things about to happen to me mm. and for me and, and and all of it. And I'm really excited about it. But I think I'm in the back of my head. I'm like, 
I can't do that and be fair. No one's going to hire me. No one's going to take me seriously. I'm never going to do all these things that I'm really hopeful that I might be able to do. I'm still not dating, all these kind of things. Like, So my go-to maybe is just focusing on my body a little bit because honestly, because day to day, guys, I'm actually really good at them and I'm super like, I'm happy and excited about life and all that kind of stuff. But just Tally's point and your point there, like there's clearly stuff, other stuff going on and it just manifests itself in this preoccupation of weight loss when for me personally, that hasn't really been a thought or something I've been bothered about for a couple of years. Mm. God, being a woman. <laughs> yeah, being a woman sucks sometimes. Mm. But um, what you were saying there also reminds me of what like Dr. Joshua Rich was saying. We, he was one of our first guests that we ever had on the podcast. And I think we said to him something along the lines of like, oh, I would love to lose weight and, lose, and you know, be a bit smaller. And he was adamant. He's like, why? And I said, well, to be healthier. Yeah. And he said, be healthier then make healthier choices yeah. and actually all of the research that I've done has shown that if you do this is why diets typically don't work but if, is, but if you do try and make healthier choices you're more likely to maintain them if you don't focus mm. on weight and you'll be healthier overall but listen it's so much easier said than done and if, if that you know if that was I'm not saying it's not true but if, if it were easy I'd be sitting here going oh that changed my life and I'm now do you know what I mean yeah but um I think the other thing is just to just like acknowledge and it's like not worries me but doing what we we do and advocating for people in in bigger bodies and being bigger comes at a huge personal sacrifice that means dealing with imposter syndrome that means dealing with diet culture at work that means in my instance losing family members yeah god yeah my god it's not a choice and I just wish people would understand that a little bit more. Like, I don't choose to be in this body. Mm. And one of the biggest things anyone's ever said to me was a doctor said to me once, like, it's not your fault. And it's not that like I don't admit any responsibility. Like, I'm responsible for what I put in my mouth and what I do mm. day to day. But there just are so many other factors at play. And I think, like, that's why I just think it's so important we don't beat ourselves up for it. But I also think like unless you are in a bigger body, or you have been in a bigger body, it's very hard to understand. Yeah. And we and we say all of this, you know, with with quite a you know a heavy amount of privilege on our ends yeah. for a lot of different reasons. But we just want to talk about it to normalise these kind of feelings. And as two women who co-host a podcast all about body confidence, as I said at the top of the episode, like we still have these thoughts and feelings mm. and stuff. And it's really hard. But you're so right. And that message from Dr. Josh about we'll be healthier then. I just think that my, my brain is, is is getting a bit preoccupied with with health and I'm worried that I'm not and what that might mean. And I don't often get very physically ill, but when I do, I just go into panic mode of like, oh my God, this is it. So I need to, there's just, you know, there's just stuff going on. But like you said, I think we probably underestimate, even with all of the research that is being done and the people talking about it, the mental and emotional impact of being bigger and also the causation of it as well. Yeah, It's no picnic, is it? It's so funny though, like it's, and I I really don't, like I hope this doesn't come across in the wrong way, but I look at you and I go like, oh, I'd love to look like Lauren. Mm. Like it's all relative, isn't it? I guess is what I'm trying to say. And it's not, I'm not invalidating how you feel. I really hope, I never would want you to think that because I'm genuinely not, I I understand how you feel and I, I, I empathise. It's just, All I'm saying is, it's like, I'm, and I'm sure people look at me and people comment on my stuff all the time. Oh, I wish I had your legs or yeah. whatever. And it's all relative. But I do, I look at you and I think, oh, if I was a size 20, I could get into like <laughs> yeah. more mainstream clothes and I wouldn't feel invisible or like Shrek. 
when I walk down the street, I wouldn't be such a disappointment to so many people. It's hard. Just can I say that you're not a disappointment to anyone. I think you're a 20 out of 10 and I love you and you're wonderful. Just I'm going to put that, I'm going to write that on your note in your house somewhere so you can just read it forever. Um, I appreciate it. But yes, that. but that's a good point, isn't it? Because um, I do get messages like that. And, and that's why I say I come from a place of privilege in some of the aspects of what I look like, yeah. for sure. As you said, it goes to, I look at a size... Um, Georgia Millie on Instagram, who I just love. Mm. I look at her, she's a size 14, 16. I love her, but she has body confidence wobbles and wants to look like someone who's probably smaller than her. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's the it's the circle of body confidence nonsense. And I would like to put a stop to it, please. <laughs> Another factor I think we also need to consider is that, you know, I've always been bigger, whereas like you, you have experienced being in a smaller body and and more moreover how the world treats you when you're in a smaller body so yeah, i'm not saying it's harder for you but it's different and, and maybe it is harder because you know what that life is like and and how different it is we talked about it before haven't we of like you know you grew up bigger so you dealt with a lot of people talking about your body when you were little whereas i didn't because i was smaller even though i was always bigger than my friends but versus then me gaining weight and remembering what it was like and how people treated me and how people looked at me and how men, you know, treated me when I was smaller. Like, they're both shit. <laughs> both experiences are shit, but they're, they're only really shit because of the way that other people talk to us, react to us, make us feel. If that wasn't a factor, I think I'd be absolutely fine. But all these external factors just, mm. you know, the world goes round and they sit in our brain and we kind of have to bat them away and sometimes it's harder than others mm. and that's just where I'm at in the minute so maybe again not a therapist not an expert but <laughs> maybe it would be a good idea to kind of try as hard as it is and shut the world out and shut away those external yeah. factors and focus on what you want and what is best for you as a unique one-off individual and try not to let other people's opinions or lifestyle choices or food choices impact you. We're all different. I think that's solid advice. I think I need to do that. Potentially I need to turn off my comments for a little bit or maybe just come off Instagram. But then I find Instagram helpful sometimes because you get the likes of, as I said, Tally Rye did a great reel today that really helped. Um, but I think that's really good. And I think you know, I did put this to my stories today and I had some great DMs from people who are all feeling exactly the same, but ways that they combat it. And one person, and I know we've said it before on here, but I don't think I've ever really done it. Write down three things that you like about the way you look or you're grateful to your body for. Mm. And I did that before this episode. I'll start to do that maybe a little bit more so I can get back to how I actually feel. I can get back to the facts, not sitting here letting the, the opinion of other people and the world make noise in my brain when it doesn't normally. Mm. That's the plan. This has been a heavy episode and I hope what no one takes away from it is that, oh, being fat is wrong because being fat isn't wrong. That's what we have based this entire podcast around mm. and the content that we share online. The reason why we've talked about this today is so we can share our vulnerabilities and the ups and downs of being a woman in this world that doesn't want you to be big and tells you not to. And we're like, fuck you, we're going to, and we love ourselves and we like ourselves or we accept ourselves. Yeah. But sometimes it's harder than others. Exactly. And most of the time we do do that. Most of the time we do love ourselves mm. or accept ourselves. But we're human. And I'm sure this time of year doesn't help either with like the build up to Christmas and party season and the pressure of that. And then the pressure that is going to be coming after that of new year, new you. Mm -hmm. So it's just, <laughs> it's really tricky. I also just feel I like do. this time of year you want to hibernate, you know, the nights drawing sooner and 
it can play havoc on your mental health anyway. And if you're already feeling a little bit vulnerable, then like Tally said, one of the first things we we kind of go to is our body and our and our weight and stuff. So I just really hope that like, well, I know that you'll get through this. This too shall pass. Um, mm. But um, I'm sending love to anyone else who's feeling the same. And just to say like, yeah, we're, we're, we're both human as well. And um, I hope we haven't like caused offence or anything like that. And, you know, you know what we're about. It's just we're also yeah. You know us well enough now. Yeah. We, we have our down days too, but we're all, obviously all sending you lots of love, Lauren. And we think you're amazing and fabulous. I think you're amazing and fabulous, and I want to give you a big hug. Same. Um, yeah, we've not been our sparkly selves today, but sometimes, guys, that is how it goes. Yeah. And you you get nothing from us but realness. Yeah. <laughs> I just I do just wish like that there was I've said it a million times. I wish there was more support out there for like emotional eating and disordered eating. Yes. yes. Rather than diet yeah. and swimming clubs. And I really do feel like if the government or the world or I don't know, psychotherapists, psychologists focus a little bit more on that rather than weight loss, I feel like we'd be in a much, much yeah. better place. I really pray that one day like more support is coming i hope that too because honestly like it's the emotional eating side of it before i've talked before my whole thing is that you know with with going through quite terrible and traumatic things i comfort eight i'm sort of over those things yet i still comfort eat and i still eat quite a big volume mm. why and i i remember when i was um many one of the many times I signed up for therapy and they were like what's the issue and i tried to get in there like i'm eating a lot and i want help with it and it's never really a thing mm. in like standard CBT. So maybe, you know, maybe you'd have to go to sort of private care and, and, and you know, binge eating therapists and stuff, which are fantastic. But what if you're not binge eating? What if you're emotionally? What if it's a whole thing? I just, yeah, I need help. <laughs> I think we probably all do. Maybe we just, we're here to help each other. Well, let me just say then that I, you know, really appreciate you being vulnerable with us this episode. And yeah, I'm just sending you all my love. And you know, I'm here for you. And this community is here for you like when we're all in it together same girl same Cheesy you but are true. fabulous it is it is and i appreciate this and i appreciate that you let us talk about this today because it's quite it's intense and sometimes it's sort of it feels like it's probably gone against what we talk about but that's the whole point this is why we have podcasts like this and people online who create content like we do to help us combat this stuff and that's what i'm going to do now i'm gonna you know go and follow and, and maybe look at some content from people that i know might help me and go and do the things that we we've been saying since the beginning to do to maybe get me back into that space so i love you laura adlington i think you're great i love you too lauren <laughs> smith you're amazing oh goodness me and thank you guys so much for listening make sure that you let us know if you enjoy these types of episodes over on our instagram at go love yourself pod or an email go love at crowdnetwork.co.uk and of course you can join our facebook group which is go love yourself community and also, don't forget, if you subscribe to the podcast, you now get a bonus episode every week. So even more of me and Laura, who doesn't want that? And on our subscription episode this week, we're actually sharing a full recording of a live episode that we did in London. So if you would like to listen to that, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Patreon, which will be linked in the episode description. Or you can listen to Go Love Yourself ad-free on Amazon Music. It's been a heavy one, guys, but I think it's helped me. I hope it really helps you. Thank you so, so much for listening. And we will see you next week. Bye. Crowd Network, a place where you belong.
Hello, I'm La La La, let me explain. And this is, it's not you, it's them, but it might be you. I'm here to answer all your questions around love, relationships, sex, dating dilemmas, and anything else you throw my way. Join me three times a week as we work through the depths of this intimacy pool together. From Sony Music Entertainment, listen and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.